You are listening to Proudly Resents. Oh, reason. I, I can't even hear you. Hi, this is Sammy Wazell. Uh, proudly Resents. The Cult Movie Podcast. The Adam Biggest Men Show. To all you Proudly Resents listeners out there, just remember, you can't sit on hospitality. All right. All right. Proudly Resents, ProudlyResents.com. It's been a long day for everybody, even because some of us have been heartily working. Uh, Mike Spiegelman, my big brother, the writer of the Mike Spiegelman joke book, and um, LuggageTuesdays.com, very funny website. Thanks, Ed. Hosts a lot of shows, and listen, the guy can't stop doing nothing. I can't stop. can't stop. I can't stop. Mike Spiegelman can't stop. That's my uh, DVD. What's the... Probably resent the Jerry Lewis 1980 film "Hardly Working." Hard, <laughs> the Jerry Lewis is hardly working. That's so the what, official credit of the movie. What? Uh, it, he, yeah, obviously Jerry Lewis is Jerry Lewis. He's a huge star. He made a lot of great comedy films or comedy films. Sure. And then uh, about 15 years later, he decides he's the world needs more Jerry Lewis. Right. That's true. He. Took a hiatus, a Jerry Lewis movie hiatus, uh, and he just just said, "I'm going to direct the movie. I'm going to really show that I'm committed to it. I'm going to call it Jerry Lewis is hardly working." Well, I mean, you got to sell it because Jerry Lewis, you know, is a big star at a time. Do you know that his movies like the Bus Boy or whatever they're called, the uh, Bellhop or uh, the uh, Disorderly Orderly or whatever Patty. his films are? It's yeah, always. Yeah. Jerry Lewis is the Patsy, you know, or Jerry Lewis is Cinderella, or the have Jerry Lewis in which way to the front. But this one, it's a pun. He's saying Jerry Lewis is hardly working. But of course, everyone made the joke. And this movie is hardly working. Lives up to the title. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember our personal connection to this film when it came out? I'm usually the one who remembers. This I do remember. I do remember uh, watching it on cable and also a theater having a marquee of it. Go ahead. I don't I don't remember. Uh, I put the picture on the website of him dressed as a stereotypical, very offensive Asian man. Um, but that was on the newspaper ads, remember newspapers? And they would have <laughs> that and like all the characters he kind of played spread out. And it says, Jerry Lewis is hardly working. And we were so psyched to see it. And it was 1981. And um, we were in... Boston at our Aunt Ruth's house. Mom was there, and we begged her to take us to see this film, and she would not. Do you remember this story at all? No. So she's like, no way am I seeing that piece of garbage. You know, that, that's not happening. The intellectual mother's not going to take us to a Jerry Lewis movie, or especially this one. Oh, yeah. So she's like, well, let's, we're going to go to this French movie instead called My American Cousin. Right, and now the thing about us getting dragged to foreign films all the time and watching PBS that mom and dad never really realized <laughs> tons of nudity. Like a lot yeah. of these films we review on the show has nudity. So do these. All these foreign films are about forty-year-old men who meet these seventeen-year-old girls and who coming of age. You know, actually, the the French title is actually "My American Cousin Naked." <laughs> not safe for work that's the full title yeah you know, right I, I don't know how you say that in french so um we go see this film the three of us i was like uh eight or nine at the time so you must have been 11 and okay, it's 81. about these two guys uh in france driving around 
boring as fuck and it's so boring that um they the narrator talks and they cut to mice running in a cage <laughs> and he's like life is <laughs> like mice it's like a stereotypical joke foreign film i remember that that was at the brattle or some weird uh boston movie yeah it was they were dressed in suits it was men dressed in business suits in a rat maze and that was like a metaphor or a french simile and that's what we saw instead of Jerry Lewis is hardly working. I can't believe that. But here's the funny thing. I so, remember that film. So mom thought she was going to go see Mononcle, which is an old French uh, slapstick comedy, physical comedy. So she thought she was taking to like the fancy version of Jerry Lewis. Yeah, because there's a movie called My, My American Uncle, Mononcle, the Americano, or whatever it is. But uh, and he's great. Jacques Tati. I'm going to miss but. Playland's an amazing film. He's he's much better than Jerry Lewis. They're so both. She great. thought she was taking us Jerry to like an updated version of that. In fairness to her, the, yeah. Because to be honest, like when I read about it, I actually kept reading about both of them. What? So I'd be like, good. oh, yeah. So because I do remember that film. We saw that in some Boston art house movie theater, I and I remember that scene. I remember that scene. I remember the obligatory boob shot. And then also they said, <laughs> the word shit came on the screen. And so I was like, what's the word? What's the word? Married. So I was like, oh, I know how to say shit. And I got to that say kept me, That kept me away. Yeah, that kept me going. I, I, I think like that whole. Like, I was just like, come on. I, need... <laughs> I was visualizing a happy place. That was not a good film. So let's talk about bad films. Uh, Jerry Lewis, hardly working. Oh, I, I, I Go ahead, Michael. Talk about it. You wanted to talk about this film. Sure. Well, I, I wanted to talk about this film because it's available on YouTube. And uh, Jerry Lewis is, is an American treasure. He's very funny, and he's still alive. And there's a treasure trove of stuff about Jerry Lewis uh, throughout the decades and throughout the generation interpretations of Jerry on YouTube. So you can watch this movie, which I recommend, and then watch him do interviews with Dick Cavett or uh, Inside the Actor Studio any decade and you could just see how pompous or how crazy this guy is but he's lived a million lives jerry lewis and i do think that you know there's plenty of flaws about the guy but uh i think you should like catch up on jerry lewis now but why this and, film or are you just torturing me well no this this is a real slog this movie one of the things is that he's known for different things for different generations people know him for him and dino people People know him for his his comedies. People know him for the day the clown cried from the seventies about a clown who was supposed to lead kids into the Auschwitz uh, death camps, and that movie never got released. And he stopped making movies. He stopped. He used to direct like two movies a year at his peak. He would edit one in the in the, uh, his green room for uh, Vegas productions or whatever. He shot like you know whatever you know Jerry Lewis, but. Uh, so he hasn't. So a whole generation of hipsters, eighty hipsters, knows him from the day the clown cried, and he finally makes a movie, and it's about a clown, and it's just like, uh, so I, I think like it's it's a weird movie. The first ten minutes of that movie is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I've never seen a film like that. Like you read it. start. <laughs> I got to let it cool, and then I got to reheat it again. Like that AM PM. Recording. <laughs> My laundry's done. Uh, yeah, so it starts out, he's a clown, and his sister brings her kids. For, by the way, everyone's 100 years old. 
I mean, as an old dad, I shouldn't be such a jerk, but if it was 1981, uh, fashion in that movie dictates not. It's like some weird 1974, 1963 clothing. You're right. It people, was like pre Brady Bunch. Pre Brady Bunch, and they were, all the extras were like either real people at the Benihanas, or like you know their cousins at the circus or something. It's just weird. It, it was weird. Yeah. So she's like the kids, like oh, it's Uncle Billy. Uh whatever the guy's name is, is he coming? And then he comes out and all the clowns stop to watch him, which I love. That's like a Billy Crystal movie. <laughs> that, you know, oh, right. The, the entertainer is so, entertainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone like, respects to this guy. This is the guy. The clown's so, clown. And he got to do his little shtick, clown shtick, and it's it's fine, you know, as much as you like clowns. Um, you know, people say they're scared of clowns. You know what I'm scared of? Scary clowns. That's about it. But regular clowns are fine. Regular clowns, yeah. That's a whole 360 degrees there's, worth of clowns. There's two different things. There's a clown who can and can be funny, you know. I don't want to be a jerk. And then there's a scary clown who's not funny, just scary. So during the circus thing, there's a clown, Billy Barty, who gets a credit in the op- in the movie uh-huh. as one of the people. And he, uh, uh, Jerry Lewis pulls out like a kitchen sink from his uh, suitcase on, on the stage. And then he pulls out a Billy Barty, who's dressed as a clown. And that's it. The next scene when they get fired, when the circus boss comes in and fires everyone, Billy doesn't say a word. So he's got like top bill, above the line credit for not saying a word, just being in some shtick with Jerry for one scene. Without, you, you know, like, above the line. Yeah. You know, and it's good because they said you have to be at least this to this line to be in this film. So he made it. The kitchen sink uncredited. <laughs> the kitchen sink got better credit than most people. But I, I, I actually did love the owner of the uh, circus who was f- telling everyone that they were canceled. They were because he was obviously in no way, shape, or form an actor. And oh, it was you don't think so sweet? Oh, come on! It was just so sweet. He was like, "You and the other mugs are like my family. Like he must have been a real circus guy." And uh, uh, our uh, aerobatic family, uh, circus clouds. Animal trainers, all of you are like family. We're closed. That was the last show. You gotta go. We'll keep the tent open. Collect your last check on the way out. Note the word way out. But I do want to mention, like up front, it starts off with a collection of Jer- a montage of Jerry Lewis movies. Okay, let me ask uh, you that. Like, I thought yeah. that was just on YouTube. Is that in the movie? In the movie on the VHS? And yeah. The so let's say Mom took us to the Boston uh, Megaplex in like a good mother would. And uh, she, loved us. she spent premium four dollars and seventy five cents per ticket. Maybe the kids get three fifty. Uh, it starts off with a, a self eulogy. Well, no, like wait, wait. A, you notice a, you didn't say that mom would pay for popcorn and soda because that never happened. So keep going. Okay, so no, we would just get a seat. Uh, but we would. Uh, it starts off like remember Jerry, Jerry during the fifties and the sixties season how funny he is and uh don't don't think of the day the clown cried in my last movie it's me jerry but i've never seen like a living you never see martin lawrence say like hey it's been 20 years but i'm making another movie there's a montage of my last movies in front of the movie which is so cheap (laughs) uh, you brought this up a while ago this is the only example i can think of the movie with john belushi called neighbors and dan Aykroyd. yeah Uh doesn't it open with a review of the book yeah, there's like a credit to it, like a yeah, like a, a, a blurb, a quotation. Boy, that was harder than York. I thought. Uh, getting that answer <laughs> from you is like 
<laughs> pulling teeth. So yeah, so before the movie starts, they have a, a blurb up from how great the book is. So you, your anticipation <laughs> is this movie is going to be good as well. And it felt like that too. Like, yeah, you know what? He's funny. It was like a eulogy. Like it was like a yeah. death montage. And he's dead. And now here it is. Here he is in hell. Yeah. Do not think of the day the clown cried. Here's modern day Jerry. He's a clown. Or, and then yeah. when he... Also, like, here's and all his greatest the, movies. This is not one of them. Enjoy. Gotta go. Billy Barton. Gotta run. And here's then, Billy Barton. But then the real, and the real kicker, while his uh, sister and, and his nephew and niece watch and the audience watches, there's a laugh track. After all that self-eulogy, the actual scene has a Sweden laugh track to it. Like, you pay good money, you see the guy gets, like, you know, rubbed off on screen. He shows up dressed up as his worst character. And then he performs, and there's a laugh track. And you paid money. You paid $4 and $3.50 for two kids, but no popcorn and no drink. You remember that? Yeah. I don't, yeah. I mean, I guess the laugh track was you can obviously get away with it because it's the audience in the circus. It's, no? It's a laugh track. Yeah, well, it's there, a laugh there track. was no it's, extras. It was, it, was, it was literally his sister, the two kids, and then cut out cardboard people. There was these guys in like blue suits. Sure, why not? You know, yeah, what not? was the fit of the suit? <laughs> His agents came to the set and they're like, "We need you." Yeah, <laughs> you want to be the Jerry Lewis movie? Well, we were just Two dropping bucks. off some checks. Get in there, WWE, WWE, WME. Jesus. <laughs> Do I, oh, hey, a party one? of two, uh, Spiegelman, party of two. Oh, uh, yeah. Welcome to Benihana's. You're in luck tonight. Jerry Lewis is will be performing. Would you like to be an extra and sit? In- while Jerry performs, yeah, why not? You know, I mean, they're, they're boom, they got the extras. <laughs> Jesus, sorry. Um, Where's the cats? The cats, yeah. The cats are trying to get in the room. Uh, again, recording in the bedroom, so this, the cats try to get in. Fascinating. Fascinating. So but, <laughs> you want to hear about my cats breaking into the, the room or Jerry Lewis's greatest film? Can I mention in the beginning? Beginning during the montage, it's that typewriter song. Oh, it's great! That's a you great know? bit. I love that bit. Um, somewhere on YouTube, we have. I used to do a, a vaudeville show here in LA, and this guy would do that bit every week, and we'd always hire. He was a, a whip act, and then he would do the typewriter bit as well. He would throw that in for us. It was awesome. That's such a great bit. I would have liked to just watch the montage of him doing the typewriter bit. Uh huh. And then who cares about the other films? And then I would. And then this movie started. Or why didn't yeah. he do the yeah. typewriter bit? I guess he can't just do it in hardly working, but that's such a funny bit. Yeah, yeah. So it was a typewriter music, but it didn't really Which make is, any uh, sense. Well, because he was, they were showing clips of him doing the the typewriter thing, as well as doing the talking in the boardroom thing uh, during that music. The uh, news quiz with Sandy uh, El- Helvidge or Helvidge. from BBC Radio Four. Uh, yeah. Have you seen Ron Lynch's version of that? Yeah, so I hired song? Ron Lynch, this, the guy who did it all the time for me on the show. He passed away, and uh, and by the way, he hated me because it was hosted by Johnny Fava, who's really Russell Steinberg in a costume, and he hated me and Russell because we would always <laughs> we never paid him what he wanted, and uh, but he loved Johnny Fava as if Fava wasn't Russell, but he would just totally snub me, and I'm the guy with the money. But anyway, I right. was a total lunatic. I wish I could remember his name. He's, he was like a total Hollywood lunatic. And um, he passed away, so I was like, well, we have to, Ron Lynch does that typewriter bit. Why don't we hire Ron Lynch 
because we did a revival of the show to do to dedicate it to our friend who died, whose name I can't remember. So Ron, yeah, you, you saw the version. Do you want? So the typewriter is his music, which I'll I, maybe I'll find and put up, but or I'll put on YouTube on the site. And yeah, you, and his typewriter is part of the music, and you as the actor moves around, does the typewriter bit. I'll, I'll put it on YouTube. It's very funny. So go ahead, Mike. Oh, but uh, yeah, but Ron, you should definitely check out Ron Lynch's version on YouTube. It's 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 hysterical. Oh, so, uh, but oh, yeah, so Ron Lynch's version goes crazy, right? Am I ruining this for people? And it it's just on goes, YouTube. People should see it. So he just goes nuts in the middle. But he told the audio guy in advance that it was going to go crazy, and it just he didn't tell me, and it just went absolutely bizarre. And I thought everything was going wrong until I look at the audio guy, and he's sitting with his arms folded. He could at least play it along and pretend he was frantic. But uh, so I'll look for that. And I'll put either one up there. It's really funny. Sure. Well, you know, so I, I just Wait, we talked Tyler's a lot about the beginning. Jerry Lewis. Go ahead, Mike. Sorry. Thanks. Yeah, Jerry Lewis. Slash Jerry Lewis. But we talked a lot about the beginning. But the rest of the movie is a nosedive. I mean, then after the clown scene, after the circus tents is being set up while the credits are being rolled, uh, after his performance, uh, they cut to his sister's husband, his brother-in-law. And he lives in a place that, like, talk about Aunt Ruth's house. Like, he, there's like a wet bar with like all these bottles of beer, and then he has like a, a, a wine cellar as well, and all the kids are playing in there. And it just looks, it doesn't look like 1980. Maybe it is 1980. Maybe that's a weird fashion decade thing. But throwback. Are you saying our Aunt Ruth was a was a toss? Uh, lush. Yeah. Yeah, she couldn't decide between beer and wine, so she kept it in the same room. Yeah, yeah. She kept a wet bar. It was a wet bar and a wine cellar, and that was their rec room. And there was a table in the back for the children, their precocious kids that said everything twice. They said everything twice. They said everything twice. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Uncle Jerry. Uncle Jerry comes in, right? There's like a knock at the door, and it is a big slam. And Jerry like has broken glasses. He comes stumbling out of the door that he hit, and he spits out chiclets from his mouth, like these little white chiclets, like this is teeth. And they fall on the floor of his sister's house. But never see them again. Yeah, and they that all is, laugh, which is funny because it's like we didn't laugh, but they all laugh. We're not gonna, we're not gonna clean it enough. Mom's gonna probably clean it up, you know. No, but I'm just saying, like, it's just weird when they do stuff in the on a movie where they laugh in the movie, but we're not really laughing here. So the movie <laughs> is an excuse for him to get all these jobs and get fired within the same bit, right? Because he's terrible. What he and does. the same bit is an orchestra. No, it's it's silent. It's like it's Lucy at the uh, the factory light, and there's this orchestra that should be shot. I don't know what the hell happened, but there's this huge orchestra, and they just play for minutes on end. Whether it's a version of disco, whether it's strip club music, whether it's working at Benihana's with the gong, they have like every stick that he does when he works at the gas station. They have this music. This orchestra dominates the uh, the music, and then sound effects, of course. So look, so the whole point of this brother-in-law is that he sets a challenge. He says, oh, this clown, what a clown. He can't find a job. And Jerry Lewis suddenly stops on the brakes acting-wise, and he gets super, like, maudlin. Oh, you know, I just want to have a, a job. Hey, niece, look, you could be it. Uh, Uncle Clown, do you think girls could be clowns one day? Oh, you know, uh, anything is possible. Niece, uh, maybe women could be presidents someday. You just put your mind to it. That was, so there was that scene. So he was very uh, feminist. Oh, Jerry Lewis. oh my God. It was so ridiculous. Well, you forgot the, the, the joke from that scene. 
first of all, she says, do you think we're going to be clowns one day? And he's like, basically, I don't know. Anything could happen, right? <laughs> you go to man in the moon, I guess they can do anything. <laughs> That's so true. I mean, instead of just saying, of uh, course, yeah. we, there's girl clowns, women clowns. Yeah, of, course you, of, of course there's, you there's can. There's girly clowns. But then he says, um, maybe one day they can be president of the United States or both. That's a tradition. He like, threw a little political humor in for her. And she's like, ah, I gotta <laughs> go read Doonesbury. This is hilarious. <laughs> Did you hear what Bill Maher was like, saying? Mort Saul like is my favorite practice. comedian. What, Mike? I have to go practice my golf swing. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, something for the troops. Uh, so he has. I have a list of all the jobs that he took during the seven days. Uh, oh, he by went, the way, it felt like seven days. to the gas days. station. Was yeah, it felt like seven days. Uh, the, so there's some product placements in this movie: Seven Up, Dunkin' Donuts, Goodyear, and Goodyear Blimp, of course, and Budweiser beer, and of course, the Clydesdale horses. So uh, let's talk about the first job. The he worked at a gas station, and the guy kept knocking over the pot, the pyramid of cans. At, yeah. At this point, you should learn not to have a pyramid of cans. I mean, if you're a nervous guy like he is. Yeah, but you know, in 1981, you would think that'd be funny. Except in 1979, a movie called The Jerk came out, where a guy was shooting at the cans. He hates, he hates cans. those cans. Yeah, that was two years before this movie. Just two years. Oh. Jerry can't do. Something better than that? You know what? That's a good point. It's really hard to do a Jerry Lewis movie after the jerk comes out and does it better. Like, yeah, you know, it updates it or whatever. I mean, he played kind of the same character, type of like loser, dummy, crazy, or, crazy man child. You know, perfect. And he did it so much better than. I mean, I'm not going to shit on the older Jerry Lewis movies, but it was you know, the jerk is such a funny movie. It's hard to come back yeah. and be like, oh, I'm going to do my thing again. Remember me? Yeah. Hey, you like the jerk two years ago? Here's my movie. Yeah. No, you know. Yeah, you like super bad? Here's Jerry Lewis and it's hardly working. No. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah. So, Go ahead. Oh, so the, the, I like the guy, guy he works off of, the slow burn boss who always has like a slow burn every time By he way, sees Jerry Lewis dusting. I thought he was the only like real actor in the whole thing. He was so funny. Uh, everyone else was just kind of like, like you said, like, oh, these guys got reservations. Come on in. You play the brother-in-law. <laughs> but he was just like, this, yeah, the slow burn and, yeah. what are you doing? Knocking over cans and stuff. Yeah, I thought he was, uh, yeah, like, well, let's get. Good pathos. Yeah, there was another character actor in there that it was kind of cool that I recognized, or looked like the character actor, but he's so young that I couldn't recognize him. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's dusting in a gas station and he yells at him for yeah. dusting. He walks by. And then you could just see on his face, like it just registers that this guy he hired is just sitting there dusting. It's very funny, yeah. Yeah, I was I well directed. Right there. And then this hot woman, and of course with a kid because the movie's aimed for kids, so they have to have kids around. Uh, pulls up, and he's a full service gas station. You know, this is a long time ago, and it's funny how not dated but old the movie is. You know, right? Because you know it's a different. It's a transition, time. like the fashion. There's, well, there's the fashion phones. was dated for that time. The technology was normal. Does that make sense? She was dressed like a play. Yeah, she was dressed like a Playboy model the whole time. That outfit she wore was like a, a pin suit outfit with a little cap, you know. And then uh, later, she had like big goofy hair with sunglasses over her for, on her forehead. Uh, she had this. Yeah, Uncle Jerry, could women be clowns one day? But right now, they're gonna be Playboy playmates. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna be loving this April. Listen, 
and cute kids. Now go get me a Sarsaparilla with a Seven Up Dunkin' Donuts Budweiser. <laughs> There's none of that. Well, start walking. <laughs> Come on, Dame. Um, yeah. So that's his love interest. Is this ridiculously um, sex pot on on the road with her uh, son? Uh, yeah, yeah I, so it's interesting. It's just that one person, that one uh, incident, you know, and that kind of sparks the whole romance. My feeling is, uh, and I wish I could remember the name because I always bring up this example, but there was, you might know it. it. This guy was in all these kind of like biker movies back in the day, and he got uh, Quentin Tarantino to um, make an, a movie <laughs> for him recently. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, his name, he's in Kill Bill 2. He's the guy who says elbows are like assholes. He's the boss. Of the strip club that Michael Manson gets talked down on. Uh-huh. Uh, the movie is a piece of shit. I think that's the name of it. I don't know. I've seen the movie. It's like Hell's something, Hell's Weasels or something. It has like uh, Dennis, it has a, a whole lot of people in it. Uh, it'll come to me. Anyway, yeah. So he, I, he Larry wrote this movie. He's been waiting 20 years to you know make this comeback film. He gets the money for it. And there's so many scenes where he's in bed with naked, hot women. And very happy, like, and he's like you know 100 and looks ridiculous and and sad, and you're like, well, I guess if you're you're in charge, why wouldn't you do that? I guess right. So Jerry Lewis too, like he's not going to just have an age appropriate, normal looking person. He's going to have like a weird <laughs> sex spot, right? Uh, weird meaning not. Uh, write me a letter. I'm too tired to explain. No, no, but it's like, and there's a precocious kid, so he's been playing with kids. There's these cute kids, and his movies do appeal to children. Like, we would have been fine, I think, sitting through that film. So after that whole thing, and it's like one long clown sequence with the music playing, and he's trying to get the, the gas hose, the pump to the, the car, and he's he's pumping up the... It, it looked like one circus clown routine again well, uh, during that bit. Uh, I'm, looking up, I'm looking up Kill Bill. <laughs> well, but, um, yeah, so he 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 messes up, and you know he gets fired from every job. So we do the gas station attendant. We do uh, strip club bartender. Strip club, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I won't lie, that he just gets distracted. He's trying to bartend. He's just so distracted that um, he's yeah, grabbing the legs. It's cute. Yeah. Then he becomes a Betty Hutter chef, and he shows up. There's no explanation. No like why he's dressed up as a stereotypical Asian. At the time, we might have said Oriental would have been incorrect, but not for that time. You know, it would have matched the outfits that people were wearing. It was the poster image. You're absolutely right. It was him with the oversized glasses, the the fake teeth, uh, him dressed up as a Benihana chef, throwing stuff askew while he grins idiotically. And uh, I wrote a sketch. It's called the job interview sketch, and it's how Jerry Lewis got the job. Uh so, yeah, can I help you? Yeah, hi, I'm Jerry Lewis. You have that written up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm a clown. Can we can we put it on my site? Yeah, yeah. Give me two. Uh, give me six hours. I'll write it up for you. Ah, uh, you didn't write it. Busted. I, I just a quick edit. Just a quick edit, and I, just six hours. I mean, just a quick edit. So I'd like to be a chef. Uh, okay. Uh, how would you? Are you professional? Yeah, I have the teeth and the glasses, <laughs> and uh, I talk three kinds of gibberish. Huh, well, interesting. We, I never really had a Caucasian guy. Do you mind if I call you Caucasian? No. Do you mind if I call you Oriental? Yeah. Uh, dress up like that. Uh, you're hired. I mean, how did that happen? Like, <laughs> I, I can understand him getting a good job. Oh, yeah, they let us see that one. Fantastic, Mike. Fantastic. Great job. <laughs> if you like humor like that, go to prowlersends.com slash jokebook. 
Mike's book is deeply slashed down to just what one ninety nine. I think I'll just put it free. It's, on, it's been on. Uh, nah, don't undersell it. Com, just so. let it. Listen, it's two bucks. It's two apps. It's the fart app yeah. and the beer app. All right. <laughs> I, I agree. It's it's about the same. No, but he's just buy it. What the hell? It can't hurt. After you write me an angry letter. Um, that is funny. Yeah. How did he get away with it? Did Eddie, all the guys at Benny Hanna, they're like, oh, all right. Uh, yeah. Fuck you. You know, you walk into a, a Jewish <laughs> deli with a big fake nose on and you're like, eh, yeah, it's such a thing. Yeah. Hey, I got a shell. You guys have this shell. I can wipe my hands on this, this white shell around my, my, and I, and I talk like this. Okay. You're hired. <laughs> but the, there's comeuppance. Uh, there's resolution because he's so bad and it's just him doing one take. That the the circus uh, audience extras who happen to be at the Benihanas that for some odd reason, uh, coincidence, get angry and as a crowd mob they approach Jerry Lewis like they're going to strangle him, and then they strangle him. The scene ends with him being strangled by like white people in these like terrible J.C. Penney suits. And what happens? Does he die? Do they? Uh, does there a police call? Is there a SWAT team? What happens? Like, or does it just like they say, yeah. Well, our point is made. We're going to go. Here's the next scene, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, like, how does that actually end when you're choking somebody in a scene and they cut to another scene? Did, someone, did, they, did Jerry Lewis pass out? Uh, again, we don't know. You're more concerned about what happened before and after. That means the middle is not that good. You know, if it was hilarious, you would have been fine with it. So then he's an antique store salesman, and he does a routine with a cigarette. Did you like that bit? The old cigarette bit? Yeah. Every time he went... To- the old cigarette bit, yeah. He goes to light it, the candle goes out for whatever reason. <laughs> you know, I say just keep your finger on the button while the cigarette's over the flame. That's what I would say. I use Maybe a vape. A time. I use a vape. That's e-cigarette. E- <laughs> that would it's be awesome. funny, updated version. There's a button. What is it, a button? You press the button, yeah, and then candy apple nicotine. Goes right oh, into yeah, you. nicotine. Yeah, right, nicotine. For? Yes, for nicotine. Uh, uh, yeah, he doesn't. So what, really, you know, I I zone now. That film, listen, it's on our site. <laughs> it's, on, it's on YouTube. It's a great introduction to the world of Jerry Lewis. No, it's a great conclusion to the world of Jerry Lewis, or a terrible conclusion. Have you watched the show, The uh, Comedians, with with uh, Billy Crystal? Which I have. Josh Gad. What do you think? Uh, yeah, it's good. I like it. Uh, I want to see what happens at the end of 13 episodes. I better have a good point oh, I to watched it. Them all. Oh, I can't really, t- uh, you know, I watched all of them and I think that, uh, I don't think there was an end to it. It just seemed like they're all out of order or something. There was no like, get, definite, no one, no cliff. Are they going to be no, renewed? Like, are they going to air? Are they not going to air? Are they going to be renewed? Are they going to be renewed? I don't, I don't <laughs> really know, but you know, they do all these, so it's them doing a sketch show about them doing a sketch show. And the best thing that 30 Rock did was they never showed real sketches. Like if they showed a sketch, we knew it was ridiculous. And It was you know, always it was terrible. Crazy. But they, but per, you knew that it was terrible. Like when right. they were trying to make it good. And on this show, they're doing like shtick. And it's almost like the old Jerry Lewis shtick. In between, I guess that's the point. Maybe I'm missing because it it's so blatantly old school bits, including the where the two guys can't stop saying the same words at the same time. At the same time? Right. Right? At the, yeah. at the same right. Well, you know, his next movie was called Cracking Up, and that's the last one. It's not entirely on Jerry YouTube. Jerry Lewis. We're back to Jerry Lewis. Yeah, so it's from 83, apparently. I don't know if it was released. Uh, I never even heard of it. But the intro is on YouTube, and there's a routine where Jerry Lewis keeps slipping on a slippery floor, 
And that's the same routine that the comedians do. There's a scene where uh, Josh keeps slipping on Jerry's floor. I just waxed the floor. I said I just waxed the floor. The show they're trying to sell the FX is is a redux of old fucking shtick. And then and there's why a, do they have writers there? If they're just they you know have, they should have TV watchers, transcribers. Did you know I that think, one of their writers? Can I tell you? Got so angry that within a week he got his own show on Comedy Central called Something and Something Show, and they were doing the same kind of vaudevillian stick that uh, the uh, Billy and Josh show was doing, but hasn't aired yet. Did you see that episode? No. Ah, <laughs> uh, whatever. It ends with them being there's like a uh, there's a ripoff show of their show in their universe. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think I just don't listen. I, I don't know what the hell goes on in this show. But in episode thirteen, yes, they, one of the sketches they do was your Jerry Lewis sketch, the typewriter. And they stop in the middle. They're like, "Well, Michael didn't finish typing the rest of it." So uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a job interview sketch. Where did there's no ending to this one? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Nice excuse. So, but but I want to uh, make don't hold your like, breath. By the way, if you want to go to the site and read it, go ahead, Mike. What? So just just to wrap up this movie, which really it's just it, it fades, like it just fades. The way he shoots the movie, like the scenes, his bedroom and his girlfriend's bedroom, they all have the same wallpaper. They have all the same curtains and the same bedspread and the same bed frame. It's all white. His room and it looks so washed out. And her room is the same, but there's maybe a little bit of black in it. It's the same kind of like set, you know. Uh, it's very hard to sit through. But he gets a job at the post office, and the movie, like, kind of, that's, the joke is that his life grinds to a halt, and he gets a job at the post office. But there's a Hollywood Shuffle, and there's Dear God with Greg Kinnear. Those are also comedies about people's lives grinding to a halt when they work at the post office. Well, there's always work at the post office until the internet was invented, and then there was <laughs> not. Until email, there was always work at the post office. You could work Sundays. Um, well, I want to talk about a scene just in out of the blue, like 30 or 40 minutes in, because uh, Jerry Lewis just declares after doing all these bad jobs that he wants to have a real career. And he does this weird speech. I think you, you alluded to it, but it just came out of nowhere. It was like very serious. And yeah. then, then it went back to the movie. Right. I want to do something with a purpose. Well, I thought being a clown was something with a purpose. I'm I'm confused. Yeah, I remember that. It was, it was like his voice changed. It's like the SCTV Sammy Maudlin thing. Okay, so he does like a Saturday Night Fever dance. It's terrible. Oh, he dresses in drag. Of course. Which is okay. Again, don't write any letters. So he takes a a Goodyear blimp up in the air, and then a Danny lands, and then he winds up at an SNH saving store. You know those places where you do get stamp books, and you fill up stamps when you purchase stuff, and then you can go and redeem them at SNH uh, saving stores. Do you remember that? Like if you go to the grocery store? And you spend fifty dollars yeah. at groceries, you get these stamps, and you go to a store yeah, next door. Our, that's where mom paid for our bar mitzvahs. <laughs> His big comeback movie in the eighties was King of Comedy, and then he made really strange movies like Slapstick of, an, of a different kind. Uh, and then uh, he did a movie called Arizona Dreams with Johnny Depp, which is just dreadful to sit through. Uh, Funny Bones, he was good in it, but he's always, you know, as an actor, he's appeared in weird stuff in the last thirty years. After that movie, but he stopped directing. I guess after cracking up. Oh, you know what? Uh, Funny Bones is actually a very good movie. So that in the theater, um, that was like a better version of what comedian, the comedians is trying to do. Right. right? His, his father's brutally honest to him. It's kind of a, you don't really see that in movies. 
you know, as yeah, a, it was really that was a the, good film. That's Jerry Lewis doing this take. He's great in it. Yeah, and he's great in it. And uh, obviously, King of Comedy is great. Uh, all right, let's wrap this up, Mike. Yeah. you got things to do. Mike, hey, what do you want to promote besides everything? Uh, I just want to quickly mention I'm going to be on Judging Silicon Valley, the podcast about Mike Judge's Silicon Valley. I'll be on the season finale one, uh, which will be the next uh, when they, they come out. Uh, I have a podcast, Adam. Uh, we are Sherilyn Connolly who did Bad Movie Night at the Dark Room for 10 years and is the film critic of the SF Weekly and myself have been hosting uh, Heckle Nights live on the internet for uh, Police Academy every month. And we've done Police Academy 1, Police Academy 2, uh, the first assignment, Police Academy 3, back, back in training. And on the second Monday of next month, we'll be doing Police Academy 4, uh, Assistance on Patrol. Uh, and that's on Mutiny Radio. So just go ahead and Google that. Uh, you find no... uh, the old episodes online. Yeah, eventually uh, it's going to be with my sketch. I'll have a link with it. <laughs> you beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Mike. Well, thanks, uh, I appreciate uh, it. Prowlersense at or Twitter. You don't care. Um, reach Adam at mac.com. That's about it. We got uh, more stuff every other week. I'm trying to put out on Thursdays. Let's see if that how that works for you. Late Thursday, early Friday. Check out Proudly Resents. Go to the past episodes. Uh, ones, there's ones with Nico, ones with interviews, uh, a lot of big time. We got some good interviews, I won't lie. And then um, we got a lot of uh, movie reviews. Mike has done a ton. They should be uh, listed on our website. We've done a lot of... Your, the most popular episodes are when you're on doing Christmas movies. So we got to do some Christmas movies. Yeah, absolutely. We did Christmas with the Craigs. That's a great movie. I'm, I'm proud of that one. And uh, Santa Claus, a movie. Oh yeah, I'm not proud of that one. I, I did that for Bad Movie Night twice. There's not there's not much I can say about more about that movie. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> all, all right, all right. Gotta go. Thanks. Mike, send me the clip. Adam, that, we're we're out of time for this interview.